Power Glove. Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Two tickets to California, please. That's $226. Well, we only have $27.30. What does that get us? Nowhere. Corey's taking his brother Jimmy on a ride. These two boys already traveled more than 80 miles across the state. We've hired someone to find them. What's his problem? He's just shy. But Jimmy's got a secret. You got 50,000 on Double Dragon? That could make this the ride of their lives. Look at him. He's a wizard. He's headed for the video championship. <laughs> this guy? What is that? Power glove. Yeah, well, uh, just keep your power gloves up for all right. With a touch of romance. I am not kissing a boy. And a ton of trouble. That's huge. We're too late. Put me down! Sorry about that. You maniac! They'll get there any way they can. Jimmy! Here we come! It's Jimmy! Come here! Come here! Hey! think you're doing to him all his life you've been telling him to do what you want him to do how about once you ask him what he wants to do huh now video armageddon it's gonna take a lot of guts you can do it a little magic and the wizard fred savage The Wizard. Where are we? I got a feeling we're not in Brooklyn no more. Luigi! Daisy! You better not hurt us! 
They're brothers. They're plumbers. They're on the trail of a kidnapped princess and a mystical meteorite. It's incredible! That gives anyone who possesses it the power to rule the universe. Get me the rock! Don't get it, lizard breath! Now, they must rescue the princess. And make it safely back. Later, alligator. To our world. Are you all right? Before time runs out. Brothers, this ain't no game. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Can all go fuck yourselves. We'll do it live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Fucking thing sucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every week it just sucks. Every fucking week. Yeah. Uh-huh. And this week's no different. Welcome everyone to Movie <laughs> Sucktastic episode ninety-seven. That's right. Ninety what? <laughs> 91, right? 91. 94. That's what I said, 94. <laughs> That's exactly 94. what you said. Okay. Exactly, 94. Exactly. Ah, uh, this is going to be yeah. a good one. I'm really I'm really digging this one. I got to say live stream sucks. Um <clears throat> I'm only saying because they have a little button down here at invite friends if you want to invite friends from Facebook to watch the show. And yeah. I'll be a son of a bitch if this button just does not work no matter how many times I click, click, click it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, oh, we have to push the check in. No, that's the same thing. No, you know, it sucks. Anyway, well, yeah, welcome <laughs> to Movie Sucktastic. <clears throat> brought yes. to you by Livestream. Livestream, because we're too lazy to go to Ustream. <laughs> or cheap. <clears throat> too cheap to go to Livestream. Uh, I, I believe Ustream is also free, but we have. Was it? Like, we, yeah, we got like thirty something uh, episodes on live stream, so we just put up with their shit. Every, you know, every once in a while, we'll get an episode that's twelve minutes long. That's where it cuts off, and it's definitely the software. <laughs> it's definitely the software, so we know that is fact. Live anyway. stream, live stream. <laughs> 
We love it sometimes. Because our audience just doesn't get into chat roulette enough. <laughs> Can you imagine like, we do chat roulette and just like review bad movies like every thirty seconds or however often it changes? Yeah, sure. Uh, all right. So uh, last week on our uh, Strangers in a Strange Land podcast, we delved into video games a little bit in our, now, in, from those, our childhood. For those, for those- Go ahead. For those of you who don't know what Strangers in a Strange Land is, it's a second podcast we started because one wasn't enough. <laughs> uh, and so on, on Movie Sucktastic, we talk about movies. And on Strangers in a Strange Land, we talk about maybe politics, maybe culture, but pretty much not movies. Right. Per, that, yeah. We uh, The only time Double we'd logic. ever even talk about it is if it even has a little to do with politics or whatever. Like when but we it, talked about Bullworth. Yeah. Right. You know, that that would that's a prime example. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, so a we crossover every now and then just a little bit. Little. So what we started talking about video games uh, from our childhood, you know, into our, into adulthood. And we decided that we had so much fun in that last little bit of the show. Uh, in that last little bit of the show, why not do a whole episode of Movie Sucktastic and Strangers as well? So that's what we're doing tonight. We're going to do uh, reviews for The Wizard, and we're going to do a review for Super Mario Brothers if we have time, which I think we should. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't plan on spending an hour on each episode, each movie. No. So we should. Fuck okay. no. And uh, and then we're <laughs> going to go ahead and do our first uh, video episode of Strangers in a Strange Land, that's including right. which is going to be all focused on bad video games from the '80s and '90s that yep. we both grew up with. So if you want to stick around after that. I have we'll, we'll tons. Be, we'll still be here. Tons gonna, of of video uh, system uh, commercials for the video game systems. I got com- some commercials for the actual games. Uh, I got a, I got a bunch. So we're gonna have a ton of fun with that. So stick around after this if you want to hang out with us for that. Now mm. uh, we obviously have to talk about the wizard first because you opened with one of the most iconic scenes from the film. That's right. That's right. And let me t- let me tell you something. <laughs> I fucking own the Power Glove. I actually owned it. I'm not going to get into too much about it here because I want to talk about it on Strangers. But I owned that piece of shit. And uh, believe me, you want to hear all about it in Strangers. So. <laughs> <laughs> now, now um, the Wizard yeah. is a Fred Savage vehicle. It's also uh, the first, the first movie based directly on a video game pro um what do you call it like on the oh, on <clears throat> not it's, it's on the actual uh, the copyright of it it's it's not just based on video games in general it's a specific product mhm and a, a specific uh brand nintendo so it's pretty much a 2 hour uh nintendo commercial it's, hour and a half yeah exactly hour and 40 minute nintendo commercial as a matter of fact everything from uh them talking about the the surprise game that they have to play, which by uh, just by the way was out ten months already when the movie came out. It so, was hello, hello. What what is going on here? My house hello. line is ringing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we had a movie sarcastic caller. Um, you know what? They're using that line. They're using that line. <laughs> I don't know why it's not going in through Skype, but as a matter of fact, you know what? Here, let me take a look at something. 
Let's see. Did they just try? No. It didn't patch no. through to the Skype line. So okay. maybe it's it's somebody trying to, to call in, actually. If they are, we're just doing a horrible job. We are. We're doing a terrible job. <clears throat> uh. <laughs> yeah, it's the, it's the first video game um, movie based on, a, on an actual video game uh, product. Uh, no, wait, you know what? And I apologize. No, no, no I that's not true. Up. No, it's not true. I just got mixed up. Super Mario Brothers is that. I got my notes mixed up. Right. Everybody ignore me. So Joey, you go ahead. I'm just going to take All a All right. Break. Well, uh, basically, it's uh, the wizard. I apologize. I got my notes mixed up. I'm just. No, it's I, okay. I, I fucked up. We must have stopped <clears> the show. It is it is an hour and 40 minute commercial for Nintendo. Yes, yes. Everything from would... they there's actually a list on the wiki page which I I did write down. I did write it down because I knew all of the games bef mm -hmm. before I went to the wiki page. But there is there is a list of Nintendo games that they use throughout the entire film and it's a Nintendo commercial all the way from that to the Power Glove to the fucking Nintendo Power magazine and phone service mm. you could call to get okay. help with tips and mm. tricks for the fucking games. All and, there. And Super Mario with Boat Brothers 3, which, as you mentioned, uh, was released earlier before the film, but wasn't supposed to be. Originally, the film was supposed to come out first as a teaser for the game. Of course. And, and you know, in a perfect world, that's <coughs> what should have happened. In the marketing world of today, how bad, how, how much of... Uh, of Hollywood and the entertainment media and all that has become whores. It would have gotten done right today. The, this okay. movie would have would have been released the same weekend as the game mm -hmm. in this in this time. Uh, but they couldn't they couldn't get it done back then. So the game was actually out ten months. The movie came out that Christmas, uh, nineteen eighty nine. The game came out in February of nineteen eighty nine. Uh, which even Nintendo dropped the ball on that. They didn't even release it for the Christmas season, you know. So yeah, right. It, it's I mean, just, that's when you want to plug games. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I guarantee. You know what? I wouldn't even be surprised if Universal Studios pressured Nintendo to hold off on the game until when the movie came out in December of '89, <clears throat> or Excuse Nintendo me. pressured them to release it in February when the game came out. You know the problem so. is when something like this happens, it, it's always marketing, and it's 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 never really well thought out because whenever you, something like this happens, it's all like under budget and it's all under the radar. Right. Uh, it's they don't do this because they have the budget to spend; they're just spending as little as possible they can for, on this commercial in order to get it out. So yeah, they're I, they're exactly. not. It's it's not. It never goes well. No, it never does. Now, um, now before we get into the video game aspect of it a bit more. Sure. Let's not ex ignore the storyline. Okay. Basic storyline is we have young Jimmy um, who's, who's probably played, autistic. Uh, possibly autistic. They don't uh, say that, but they allude to it quite a bit. Well, they call him freak and weirdo and robot and all other things. But, but yeah, autistic, that'd be too harsh. And, <clears throat> excuse me, it's played by Luke Edwards, who's going to be in the Jeepers Creepers 3 film, so he finally made that <laughs> transfer and he's uh, he's the half brother well wasn't of, he the wasn't he the the son in the second movie no the I, the I opening of the film actually, i don't know i don't know i'm pretty sure in the opening of the movie was that him the creeper grabs his little brother and throughout the film him and his father are trying to track down the creeper i'm pretty sure he played the older brother 
Oh, no, you're right. He was Jack Taggart Jr. Pretty sure. I'm, I'm there staying. you go. All right. So I know my so creepers. You, see? So this this was the breakaway film for him. Mm. Uh, his half-brother is Fred Savage, and yeah. his half-brothers are Fred Savage and Christian Slater. <laughs> Who look nothing alike, <laughs> although no. they're supposed to come from the same mother. The and little not, kid not, is, and, is different mother. And none of them look a goddamn thing like uh, Bo Bridges. Bo Bridges. <laughs> let's, let's underline that for a fact. Bo Bridges doesn't look a thing like anybody in the film. And, and let me tell you, uh, Fred Savage's performance, he went from the Wonder Years directly into this, and it he is essentially the exact same character from the Wonder Years TV show. Everything yeah, yeah. down to his expressions, uh, his mannerisms, the way he uh, says things, his the tone in his voice. You got 50,000 in Double Dragon? <laughs> it's like <laughs> Wonder Years. I'm waiting for Daniel Stern <laughs> to narrate something soon. He should narrate this film. Maybe it would have been better. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a throg in my throat. I'm going to stop cl clearing my throat. Apologize. Yeah, I do too. Uh, now, but I'm drinking some water to keep it now down. The, now the Jimmy uh, Jimmy's father is mm -hmm. uh, Sam McCurry. You pro most people recognize him as the uh, the uh, annoying guy that tells Polish jokes in Raising Arizona. <laughs> he plays. He's a consummate professional. He only plays complete douchebags, and <laughs> this is probably his best douchebag role. The, the first time you meet him, he's taking this uh, his his son, uh, or his stepson. half son, stepson, and yeah. putting him in a home for children with mental problems because he keeps uh, going off on little walking adventures, and there's that whole scene where he's ranting about how the kid has to be put away. The psychiatrist and the wife both share that 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 he's a dick glance. Yeah. And about halfway through the scene, there's that pause where they both look at each other. It's like, yeah, he's a dick. <laughs> <clears throat> There's a huge dick in this room, and it's attached to a penis. Because <laughs> we're not. <clears throat> yeah. I'm dying. And Don't die. So You're Fred okay. Savage decides he's going to kidnap his uh, mentally deficient uh, half-brother and mm -hmm. take him to California because that's where he wants to go. And thus begins a fun little trick of taking small children who can't protect themselves, uh, hiking across the desert, Hitchhiking with truckers, and eventually they meet up with Corey Heyman Drag. With and twenty-seven dollars, Corey Heyman Drag. <laughs> yeah, you talking about I, the little girl? Yeah, I don't want to be mean, but not, not exactly the kind of girl you'd cast. In, uh, she looked like a boy wearing a dress, and the three of them really? get together. That's a little harsh. <laughs> it's it's a little harsh. I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Some people go for that look. And, oh my god, she's you know, what twelve? Some people pay good money for that. And wow. she gives them the idea after they find out that suddenly, for some strange reason, uh, we don't see a Nintendo game for the first, I'd say, 15, 20 minutes of the film. Right. Not in, yeah. not until he puts Jimmy in front of arcade, a dr Double Dragon arcade game, and suddenly he gets 50,000 points. So um, Corey Heyman Drag says, hey, let's go to uh, this this huge, uh, was Armageddon? Video Armageddon. Video Armageddon, this huge competition uh, that Nintendo's throwing in Los and Angeles, he, and, and the number one prize is fifty thousand dollars. We'll split the, split the uh, difference because she's got a broken home that you know from the start. That whole thing, mm -hmm. and then we go on this lovely voyage where uh, we relive two of the great pastimes of the eighties: playing video games and stealing money from little children. <laughs> At least three times in this film, adults or close to adults steal we're talking like 
10. When they're riding in the pickup tr- in the pickup truck in the back, and the guy looks over his shoulder and sees her, her thumbing through singles, she's right. got like a, a small stack of singles. Well, like I mean, well, to, not to defend the truckers, because it was still Don't. under $100, but she said she got $83 from selling her ticket, plus they they she's had $27. Thumbing through, they had $27. She's thumbing through singles. There's I not know. even a five in there. And no, somebody's like, pull the truck over. We're going to beat these knots. To, you know. and, and, we're going to steal their money. And I'm sorry. In, we're in the real bigger world, than them. In the real world, this, this film would have ended 45 minutes into it. And it would have ended with a little shit, like three shallow graves off to the side of the truck road. <laughs> it, it would not have been so pretty. I know. <clears throat> oh, and, and another thing, uh, uh, as far as. Uh, Hollywood and and whatnot whoring themselves out. This is also a commercial for Universal Studios at the end of the movie. Oh yeah, I mean big time. Not only are they walking on the Universal Studios lot, but they actually walk through some attractions too. And they they, they ruin the they ruin the illusion of King Kong because they show the mechanics underneath it. Right. While they're chased by the the creepy uh, child uh, chaser. Now this film was made by Universal, so it only makes sense for their selfish interest to put themselves in the movie somehow because they were also opening up Universal Studios Orlando uh, that summer, that coming summer, 1990. So every Universal VHS tape uh, from pretty much 19, I want to say 1987 and on had this Universal Orlando commercial in it, including this one, which was released before Universal Orlando was being opened in summer of 1990. So it was a fucking whore fest all around. Yeah. <laughs> From putting it in the movie to putting commercials on the tape before you saw the movie, when you got the VHS tape. It, <clears throat> just re- unbelievable uh, how much uh, they, they whored themselves out for this movie, which didn't do well at all. Well, gee, I wonder why. If now- this film had come out w- at the height of Nintendo, at the height of Super Mario Brothers which is also the big uh, fault with the movie Super Mario Brothers, which we'll get into later, it would have been a bigger success. Mm-hmm. But because it was coming out towards the end of Nintendo's, the original Nintendo's life, it, in my opinion, hurt this movie. Because Genesis was just coming out, the, there was better games and graphics and systems on the horizon. No one was really interested in Nintendo anymore. You know, it, its lifespan only was another maybe year or so. so <clears throat> Definitely. I, if it had come out four years earlier, it would have been fine. Sure. Now, in between yeah. the opening sequence uh, with the kind of Rain Man opening song, and please yeah. tell me why they're playing a didgeridoo during a the, didgeridoo. The, the power glove scene. <laughs> they're playing stuff that's supposed to be... It's like, like fucking in- karate kid music. It's like... Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> It's like mystical. This is mystical, philosophical. Like it's a vision quest type music. This oh, is vision by, quest and, music. Exactly. And by the way, the power glove. Uh, you have to punch in the code for every game that you play. The power glove does not make beeping noises like that when you do it. Especially not the beeping noises from Close Encounters of the Third Kind. You know, fucking false advertising <laughs> right there. I mean, that whole scene was designed, and only in the film to sell the power glove. Because it had well, they, was coming out. They don't out even use it again. That that they even, no, they don't. They don't. No, it was it was it was a it was only designed to sell that power glove that Christmas. I fucking owned one. It worked, <laughs> and 
And when you watch the movie and he's like, do, 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 whatever it is, p- punching in those numbers, you're thinking, wow, that's fucking cool. And then when you actually get it, it don't do fucking shit. It for also anybody didn't who work. has never... For anybody who's never seen the Power Glove or doesn't know how it works, just imagine if you had a Wii controller, but you were playing Pong with it. That's pretty much yeah. the equivalent. It was go, the first version go. of like the Pong Wii type thing, yeah. except it sucked. Uh, uh, now, Go to YouTube and punch in the Power Glove commercial or uh, Angry Video Game Nerd. He does something on it. I have the commercials <laughs> for it, so if you want, stick with us for Strangers and you can see the commercial when we uh, end this episode. Right. Now, between the Vision Quest opening... And the, the big uh, Nintendo tournament at the end, which only has one elimination round. Explain for fifty thousand dollars. Fifty thousand. He doesn't even show up on time. He just gets like <laughs> thrown in there, and it's like, okay, you're in the finals. What? They, <laughs> they've got they've got numbers on their back going up to like two hundred, and it's, and from all we see, they only they only pit uh, what was it six Pick total, three. like eighteen kids together. Oh right. That's it. There's no like first. They don't show the first rounds of thousands of players. He shows up suddenly. He's in like the like the finals. Doesn't make any yeah. sense. No. But none. in between this journey, again, we have the kids being uh, beaten up repeatedly and having their money taken. Uh, we also have the side story where Christian Slater and Bo Bridges uh, male bonding, <clears throat> yeah, <clears throat> partially naked in some scenes, and sleeping in the same bed, and occasionally <laughs> going on uh, Road Warrior demolition derbies with the creepy guy that's trying to track down the 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 the, the, the creepy nerdy tough guy kid. right if you want to take a character and make him creepy uh make him short <laughs> give him thin hair and give him an action strap for his glasses that's it you're good and a bolo tie add a bolo tie that's it you don't want this guy anywhere near your children that's right let alone let alone hire him to track your child down for you <laughs> And so, of course, I mean, he, he he threatens them. He says, "Listen, I I don't get paid if you find the kid, so get out of my you know, make sure you well, stay out of my way." Well, that's the that's the thing that the film is a bit heavy handed because again, it's written for kids. That's why all the all the adults in the film are either idiots or assholes, <laughs> and all the kids have uh you know have these great character arcs and they're full of wisdom, and all the the parents are buffoons or jerks. That's right. to be expected, but um. On this journey, we also get a lot of montages, and we get to see a lot of Nintendo games. And the great thing about it is... I have a list is, of them. Well, let me just say this. Yeah. Uh, for anybody, you know, for our younger people list, watching or listening who grew up with uh, crap <laughs> like this, you're watching this film showcasing video games, and they're the shittiest graphics you've ever seen in your life. And for the <clears> record, the I... End, I at the end, when Super Mario, yeah. when they when they re- when they review when they reveal Super Mario three at the top, and they have these huge projection screens, and projected on the video screens, it's got to be the lamest graphics ever. Just and Mario jumping around. Boop, boop, I, boop, boop, I know, boop. and and I mentioned it in last week's episode that I did not feel like video game graphics really, really uh, enticed me or made me believe that this is amazing until Xbox, where I felt like I didn't have a reason to go to the arcade anymore and i still i stick to that i really do um did you uh catch in the beginning of the film where he's where he's doing the blocks and the mother says he's putting these blocks together and it it it, it means something it was a psychiatrist oh at the psychiatrist 
And yeah, she okay. said, it, it means something. I can feel that it means something. Mm-hmm. That that was a reference to Tetris, the way he was putting them together, the way he was dropping them down and putting them on top of each other. Why didn't they show Tetris? Because they tried to be smart <clears throat> with the scene. They tried to, to they tried to throw in a video game reference without without showing a video game. Okay, what's your favorite line in the film? It's got to be the power glove line. Right. Or I have, he touched my breasts just because it's like, why is breasts. that in there? <laughs> that is the, those are four words I never want to hear in a kid's film again. <laughs> he touched my breasts. Oh, the good old days when, when child molestation was funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on, he's like, he's on the phone. He's angry. He's like, touched her breasts. She doesn't even have breasts. Like, oh, <laughs> this film sunk. The, the, only, the only lower that film sunk was when, while he's trying to find them at the pool, there's oh, an 80-year-old man in a Speedo standing behind him. <laughs> I'm for waiting for no him to have... no apparent li- reason. I know. I'm waiting for that guy to have lines of some sort. Yeah. Yeah. There's a guy, there's a guy in the film behind him, an 80-year-old man. Around the pool, there's young people splashing, playing. He's talking to the woman behind the counter. Behind him, an 80-year-old man wearing nothing but a Speedo and I think a baseball cap, just leaning there. And yeah. you're just like, okay, he's got to say something. Otherwise, and, why the and, fuck and is this guy here? I know. And it's like you could see the, the curvature of his package to where yes. the Speedo was you practically can't. riding up his ass. And you it's like, holy away. fuck. You can't and, look away from it. <laughs> it's like, and then this guy's uh, screaming about how, I found you, I found you. And then the woman's like, oh, yeah, his little brother's in the arcade. It's like, wait a minute. There's this creepy guy screaming at this kid. Don't you think that's a little weird? No. I'm looking for my son. No, you're not. You're a fucking creep pedo. Uh, and then, of course, we have the lovely kissing scene between uh, Corey Haim and Fred Savage. <laughs> he keeps saying Corey. <laughs> Corey Haim in a fright wig. That's all it was. I, and, I, like when, I like when she punches him for no reason other than putting on a fucking mask. <laughs> I like that was That was the best. I think Fred Savage should have been punched a lot sooner than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't hate Fred Savage, but I, I think he deserved at least that punch. I made it a point while watching the movie to write down every time I spotted a Nintendo game. And well, that's by the, what? Well, because <clears> I, I just wanted to prove how much they were whoring themselves out. And uh, according to the the sheet here, I I wrote down twelve games, and I actually I missed a couple. I guess so. It's one, two, three, four, five. 17 games. Now, as f- they mention The Legend of Zelda, but I don't think they actually show it. They actually reference a couple of games without showing them. Uh, but as, uh, as far as physically Zelda- showing the games on the screen to sell them, yeah, there was more it was they were in double digits for that. Your 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 inaccuracy is making me cough. They do show Zelda during the during the film. When do they show Zelda? The montage, they show a brief of the screen. Oh, when she, uh, she's getting help with I th- the hotline. Oh, wait. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm. I'm almost. You know what? You may be right. I know. I think I might be mistaken. You might be. Okay. I might be mistaken. All right. I know they show Ninja Gaiden quite a bit. <clears throat> that that game actually yeah, I, came out the same year as the movie. So. And that's one of the few games in this movie that I remember playing as a kid. Was Ninja Gaiden? I actually oh, really? done Ninja Gaiden a little bit. Yeah, that's one of the few games of Nintendo that I played. It's actually in this movie. I didn't play any of the crap. I never played Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Super Mario Brothers, 
it came with the system, so you had to play the first one. But right. eh, and I, you know, never cared <laughs> for. It. I never got into Super Mario at all. Um, but, I liked Super Mario. Yeah. I always did. Double Dragon. I played it in the arcade a couple times uh, mm-hmm. with the better graphics, but never on Nintendo. Uh, I. But no, most of the film, games they show, I never played. I certainly didn't have a fucking power glove. <clears throat> I did. I never. Had, I never had a power glove. I never had the uh, gun. Uh, well, the gun came uh, with the system. Hey. I had a no, I launch. Have, I, just, I, just I had a launch NES system. It came with yeah, the robot. It came with gyromite, duck hunt. It came with everything. Two controllers, everything. I had a launch system. Mine came with the gun, but it did not come with the robot. That was post-robot. Well, that robot was garbage. And I'll get into that in Strangers as you well. Mean it was, you mean it wasn't a good robot? It didn't work. Just like the power glove didn't work. I... Let me tell you something. They really have only started to figure out a lot of these peripherals for video games uh, because a lot of the peripherals that came out for these systems were very, very poor to the point of where they didn't work or they only worked for certain games. Peripherals nowadays are much better. They are much better. Uh, Mm -hmm. Peripherals back then were really meant to just kick you in the fucking gut and take your money. Much like yeah. how these kids were robbed throughout the film. It was almost like a metaphor. <laughs> for, <laughs> I didn't, for what I didn't even vi- think of that. <laughs> for what these I... video game companies were doing to us children. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, swear to God. Uh, that power uh, glove was like $90. There's hope on the horizon. Will this, this, will this add meaning to my life? Give me that goddamn money. <laughs> Here's a fucking power glove. <laughs> oh, and uh, of course the ultimate message of the film... Uh, because at the end, of course, Jimmy comes full circle and, and he breaks out of his shell. How to break awkward children out of their shell or introverted and um, and uh, s- avoiding contact with the outside world? Mm-hmm. Video games. There you go. Video games. That will help us interact with humans and become more social and break it. That, that's exactly what video games do. I like when... Uh... <laughs> no, you're right. How about the scene when Christian Slater and Bo Bridges are stuck in the hotel where they're sleeping in the same bed and mm-hmm. they pretty much get into a fight, almost like a husband and wife. I can't even talk to my own father. And he walks out in his underwear <laughs> and he and comes back in with a was. Nintendo. What a pussy he was. Yeah. Guy slashes his father's tires, punches his father in the face. I'm waiting for Christian Slater to jump on him and like rip his fucking head off. But no, no, he's like giggles the whole time. Look at that little half lap. Thing. Can we go get something to eat now? <laughs> yeah. Ah, you little prick. <laughs> uh, but he at brings least, in a Nintendo system with games. Yeah, and yeah at, least, at least Fred's taking some initiative, you know? Right. <laughs> but it, it just. <clears throat> I was. I, I, I just, just want to point out. They're traveling with a Nintendo system, they can't leave home without it. I just want to point out we have some of our viewers now uh, chatting in the live stream chat room. Yeah. And I asked them to name their favorite uh, Nintendo video games. And there's a reason I'm doing this. Okay. Because uh, so far I've got <clears throat> Paperboy, Spy mm-hmm. Hunter, Super Mario, which doesn't count because it's every- everywhere, Top Gun, Zelda, and someone just mentioned Dragon Warrior. Which Was that a Nintendo game? Yeah. Dragon. And yeah, okay. I know Dragon Warrior. As far as I can tell from memory, were any of those games in this movie? Uh, Spy Hunter certainly wasn't. None of those game, none of those games were in the movie. 
The only one I was iffy I was Dragonware. None of the, all, all these people, their favorite games in, in Nintendo, none of them were in the film. That's why this film didn't do well. They're showcasing, <laughs> they're showcasing Nintendo, and they're, they must have been picking properties that they had the rights to show. I don't know if they had second party or third party. That's yeah. second party. If they had third party designers where they couldn't get the rights to show some games. But all the games that these people, Rampage is another one. They didn't show Ramp, Rampage. No, Rampage was in the movie. Was Rampage? I didn't see it, Rampage. It was in the movie. All right. That's the, so far, it's the only one that were mentioned here. So all these favorite games that our viewers uh, loved aren't in the film. All you're watching is Ninja Gaiden and Double Dragon and you know, Super Mario, whatever. Well, and I mean, even though racing game. even though the you know our viewers uh, and listeners uh, haven't mean, mentioned those, that doesn't mean those weren't good games. No, but my, you know what my point is, though? It's just, like, it just, this like the film, ones in the movies were very popular, too. I, I, I never played any of them. <laughs> what was your favorite Nintendo game? Golgo 13. Golgo, I have that commercial. Actually, it's not even that good. Uh, no, I, I, I had Nintendo, and I played a lot of it, but I, honestly, I don't think I re- ever really cared for it. It was just something to do. As soon as I got a computer, I just like threw that away. I, I uh, got to say, my favorite was probably Contra, which was in the game. I played the living yeah, shit Contra. out of, out of well, Contra. I played Contra hours. Yeah, I take that back. I'm sorry. Contra was a favorite game only because I knew the uh, code. That's it. Oh, the up, up, down, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, BA start. 30 lives. Cubert wasn't on Nintendo, was it? Um, No, they had. Cubert was on Nintendo. You got to uh. remember, Nintendo had about 500 or five, <laughs> five or 600 games. It, it made it to the Nintendo much late. Later in, uh, in the system's life, yeah. All right. Cubert was an old arcade game, and when they just felt like porting something over, whether it was good or not, they did it. You know. Now I just gotta say, my ending for this film, yeah, really should have been the film would have been an hour long. They Only they hour, when huh? the bikers roll up on the three kids and she smiles. Yeah. What happened after that wouldn't be shown, <laughs> but. We'd never see the girl again, and Jimmy would Jimmy would become like a, a coke addict, and Fred Savage would be the one sitting in a corner saying California, and he'd be scarred <laughs> for life. California. Uh, okay. Horrible, horrible things should have happened to these children on the road. Yeah, it, it, didn't they and go the over only thing just one over two states anyway? Though. I guess, but they're big states. This isn't like New Jersey to Pennsylvania. These are huge states. Nevada's a huge state. Even if you go like Did around they the they start corner, off in Utah? Is that where they started off in the movie? I, don't, I think so. they went south? They, yeah, they weren't going south. I think so. Yeah, so you're right. They are pretty fucking large. Even if you like just cut across the corner of Nevada, that's still bigger than our state. Yeah, that's ah. true. Probably fit 20 New Jerseys in Nevada. The only thing I really buy from this film is the fact that none of, none of the adults gave a shit. Yeah, every adult around them was like, oh, "There's three kids by themselves, no parental supervision, whatever." It's like yeah. the bus station guy's gonna sell the kid like a ticket to California, two tickets to California. If they, if he had, if Fred Savage had two hundred dollars, those two unaccompanied children under the age of like any kind of real responsibility would be riding that bus to California. He didn't <laughs> give a shit. No. And what was that weird part where the cop came in? And he goes up to the bus, the guy, the, the guy selling bus tickets at the bus depot. Right. And all, you hear the the conversation where he says, oh, here's Janet's latest complaint and puts it down. He's like, Who, who's complaining it to the bus driver guy? What's going That's 
It wasn't I don't know. Like it, a- it's just one of those scenes where it's almost they were filming it ad libbing, and they said, "Ah, fuck it, let's keep it." But there's For there's no a reason. whole story there. Who's Janet, and and why is she having a complaint? And why is the cop delivering her complaint to the bus? ticket salesman guy what's the bus stop clerk have to do with janet right. that the cop has to sh- show up on a regular basis because this is today's complaint Maybe it was their her. shitty way of showing that it's a, just a small town and everybody knows everybody it raised more questions than it should have it should have been here's you know like, like it should have been anything except something that makes you ask more questions in your head that's not a transition line that's a wait 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 back up what's going on in their line <laughs> definitely Definitely more interesting than the three, the three kids betting each other six dollars they can beat the video game. And it's funny. It's like how many how many times throughout the film are these kids riding in the back of a pickup? How many times does that happen throughout? But the they film? had helmets. They had helmets on when they rode the motorcycle. Well, okay, but in this day and age, and I guess I don't. I remember as a kid, I used to do the same thing. In this day and age, any you drive by anybody with kids in the trunk. Or in the trunk, in, in the flatbed of a of a pickup, holy god, you get pulled over quicker than uh, than anything. Yeah. All right, we we realize it's a different age, sir. You don't have to go into that. Uh-huh. That uh huh. That whole thing. Oh, and the scene that's on now, the woman that owns the diner that comes out and she shoes away the big tough kids. That oh yeah, that's what's her name. That she was in No Country for Old Men. She played yeah, the no, mother. She, no, she's been in a lot of stuff. She's, she's been in she's a ton of after- stuff, but I her most memorable. I think in the last decade is definitely no country for old men. I, my my the the saddest part for me in the film is Frank McRae when he makes his appearance. Yeah, uh, as Spanky. Spanky. <laughs> Put it on the bridge, Spanky. Oh, you took a role and your name was Spanky. Yeah. Oh, that's just. Oh, speaking of casting, so and yeah. the, the final tournament we have the. Of course, the, the, the dick kid that everyone hates has to be blonde. That's just Lucas. an 80s. That's an 80s rule. The dick yep. kid is always blonde and always has expensive clothing. Or in this case, it's like a nice, I don't know. I, I'm assuming it was expensive. It looked like a T-shirt. No, he definitely, he's definitely, uh, he's, he's got He's got, he's got the got power glove. Of course he's got money. Yeah, of course he does. Yeah. $90 so, toy. So the, 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 the three finalists in the Nintendo tournament, video games, we have the, the older uh Dick kid with the blonde hair. We have the the Rain Man little kid who can play the game, and then we have. Let's go and find the most unattractive teenage girl we can possibly find. Make her <laughs> even more unattractive on purpose, and then direct her to tell her make the most unappealing faces you possibly can while you're playing the game. Because <laughs> the last thing we want to do was imply that attractive girls will play Nintendo games. I know, and I was trying to 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 point i was trying to think i mean uh, george Colazzo from seinfeld kept popping into my head uh, looking at this girl <laughs> and i hate to say that but it's the truth it, it's 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 jordan not it's george Colazzo. george costanza <laughs> i was wondering what you're saying there i didn't want to jump on that wow uh, that's a blast from the past <laughs> mine i never played the card games yeah people in the chat room know the the mistake i made yeah <laughs> but for the love of God, do we do we have to make this homely girl even homelier and give her the pigtails? And then when the and, and why 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 was the announcer for the video convention the creepiest guy in the world? 
Oh yeah, you could tell he he snorts coke off of uh, chicks' asses after the show behind and the I scenes. Get, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, let's get a guy that's going to be appealing to kids, like a like a Nickelodeon, like they were aiming for like a Nickelodeon type host. They but couldn't the get Mark part, Summers apparently. He was done he, doing he, Double like, Dare. Yeah, and <laughs> when he leans over and goes, you know, come to me, my kitties. Like, that's not even funny. We just had girl, you know, breast touching like not fifteen minutes ago. That's mm-hmm. uncool. And then when he leans over the girl and like flies, flaps her pigtails around, his hands just <laughs> when his hands went, I flinched. When he, he got flinched? behind her, his hands. When he got behind her, his hands go around her shoulders. I flinched. Like, oh god, no. <laughs> He's gonna no. do it right here. No. <laughs> he doesn't even care. Oh, and then of course they throw in the the, the fun little side story of that. The, the reason the kid that plays the video games is so quiet is that he watched his like twin uh, sister drown in front of him. Oh right, yeah. We we get any more bizarre and depressing in a film that involves video games and like wacky car chases? I know. Gotta add the the drama we have to add in here. Can't the kid just be slow? It can't be just because he he saw someone die in front of him, and now you're taking him on the on motorcycles with bikers. <laughs> just a, uh, I mean, it's not it's not as fucked up as Sam and me, right? Or uh. Max and uh, the, the one with the two kids that go cross country by themselves that came out around the same time period was it Max and Eddie? Not Max Sam and me and Ma- with, the, with the alien. Max and me was the the low rent version of ET. Correct. I'm talking yeah, about. There's another that, one where two kids go on the road. Mm. Doesn't ring a bell. It, it didn't do well. It was supposed to be a big kid film hit. Okay. Uh, I'll find it. It's like Sam and Max. I think it's called. But that's a video game. <laughs> Max was one of the kids. Max was one of the kids. I'm telling you. Okay. All right. I'll I guarantee you. someone listening to us right now knows what I'm talking about. You know, it's funny. Uh, the, the, there's an internet video comp disc out there with tons of different horror movies and just nostalgic 80s flicks. And it's called Video Armageddon. And I'm just wondering if the, the, the person got the title for that from this movie. Because I've That's never possible. heard Video Armageddon referenced anywhere else. Well. Armageddon is a pretty general term. You can slap anything on Armageddon. That's I guess why so. it's such an easy name. Again, and again, why would you name a, like a video game competition Video Armageddon? <laughs> Piece of shit out of me. As unimaginative as, as oh, excuse me, as unimaginative as Nintendo is, right? A rest case. Yeah. And I think I checked. Oh, I think man. The didn't do anything before. Am I right? Who? The, the director? screenwriter. Oh, the yeah. screenwriter. Yeah, I have screenwriter. It. Screenwriter was David uh, Chisholm, Chisholm. Yeah, he, he didn't really do anything major. Um, no. The last thing he wrote was in 1999, and that was Kidnapped in Paradise, and it, it's all TV movie stuff. You know yeah, what? Again, Other than The Wizard, everything he's done is a TV movie or TV series. Oh, this is, is this the scene where Bo Bridges and Christian Slater spoon? Yeah. <laughs> and this is where Christian Slater brings uh-huh. in a Nintendo and hooks it up in literally 10 seconds, which is I, fucking I would, impossible. I would have put a scene in where Bo Bridges wakes up and, and Christian Slater's like stroking his bushy eyebrows. Oh. Dad. You look just Dad. like Lloyd. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and I just love... You could tell an, when an adult is playing a video game that that doesn't play video games because the way oh, yeah. Jeff uh, Bo Bridges is like he's moving like with the controller. It's like nobody does that. Come on, like, give me a break. 
when 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 Bo Bridges yells at Christian Slater because he's running outside uh, in his boxer shorts, yeah, <laughs> he should have said, "Hey, that's my underwear." <laughs> All right, I want that back right now. Oh, you could have made this movie so dark. <laughs> Uh yeah, so the writer hasn't done Jack. The director, uh, Todd Holland, I think he's what done. If Jimmy, a few... what? what if Jimmy lost at the end and he hung himself in the back with his Nintendo uh, control cord? And just for the record, he died two times during the um, during the tournament. And Lucas yeah. and the girl, she died once. Lucas didn't die one, didn't die at all. Right. That alone should have allowed him to have more points. He had to catch he up and time. He found the warp. Yeah, but he found the warp. But and I guess I'm getting a little too technical with it. You're not going to get more points. You're just going to continue getting points because you're just in a different level. See, now you're getting too geeky. I know. I it's just well, you know, it's just the truth. Um. Well, you and know what. The he the Todd Holland he he only directs TV stuff. Yeah, no, it was low rent. The, again, it's lowest bidder. Just get a couple guys. We just need to make this commercial for the game. This is like a great idea we had, and n- nothing put into it. Uh, I mean, at least they put something in the Mario Brothers, the, the Super Mario Brothers film. The problem was they put all the wrong stuff into that. Right. Yeah, I mean, now, but again, I have to stress the fact that they don't use the power glove again in the. I was confused as hell going into the film because all I had to go off of was the right. movie poster. I'm serious. I never watched the film as a kid. And Fred Savage is wearing the glove in the movie poster. Yeah, I told you. It's just, it was just I'm, to sell it. The movie I'm, was I'm, almost... I'm, I'm, the movie was made to sell Nintendo, the Power Glove. That, obviously, and, obviously. And, 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 that, of, and that's it. If you're going to sell something, Super Mario Brothers you don't 3. just... But if you're going to sell something, you don't just show it for two minutes or one minute. You have it come up again. You have you go to the you go to the uh, the the big tournament and it's like, well, he's got the power glove. He's got the edge. It's like, oh, uh, we're going to get this power glove. It's like, you know. Or I was even thinking Jimmy's in it. Like Jimmy's never used the power glove before. He's t- intimidated by it. And Jimmy would master the power glove during the final round. I mean, anything, anything <laughs> that would that would make the tournament more exciting than watching three kids play a video game. Hey. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, they sh- they pro- they should have had it more often, but you know, it just not happening. For, for and Karate Kid came out before this, definitely, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Karate um, came out came out in eighty four, eighty five. I remember timeline wise. I have a trouble with re- uh, real time, but that works. Mm-hmm. The when you're going to pattern your end on Karate Kid as far as having a tournament, yeah, just rip it off so at least it has that kind of structure. So there's some kind of tension in it. Well. Well, I'll, I mean, I'll give them, they I'll had give him them. die a couple of times, and you saw him go all the way back, and he had to catch up. That was their tension. As poor as it I, was, that was their tension. I'll have to admit, I did enjoy the shot where the wall comes up and Jimmy's standing there on the on the thing. On the, he's uh, waiting. Yeah, no, I, I I thought that was pretty neat. It was a cool moment. That was a cool moment. I'll get. I'll admit that. It's all you get from me. With his stupid yellow lunchbox. <laughs> I, Thought when it burst open, it would have like seven thousand dollars in it. It's like Jimmy, <laughs> like, you fucking hold it out on me, you little prick. <laughs> it should have been uh, spiders. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> spiders. <laughs> Just fucking recluse, rec- uh, recluse, recluse. No, brown, yeah, brown recluse. Rec- yeah, yeah spiders. Right. Just attacking everybody. Fucked it up. Um, yeah, oh wait, is this the scene where they take money from them again? Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
I said, for a bunch of stupid kids traveling the country. And now, if anybody should have hurt, done damage to these kids, it should have been the two middle-aged businessmen they scammed. <laughs> they scammed two middle-aged businessmen in jackets and ties into playing video games for money, and, and then they walked away. Yeah. I mean, back in that time period, adults no, just were no. not playing Stop. video games. Stop. Stop. Don't Stop with the back in that time period, because it sounds uh, like... It's the truth. In those days, just... I don't care what you say. Yeah. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross meets Nintendo... Glenn Gary Glenn Ross isn't giving the kids two hundred dollars. <laughs> That's it. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross is calling the cops, or better yet, kicking the shit out of these kids in the alley, you <laughs> taking their money again. You don't. You don't survive as a salesman on the road and take sh and, and get fucking scammed by Fred Savage. Well, yeah, you're probably not. You you teach Fred Savage the finer the finer line. You teach him the, the rules of, like, living on the road. That That's why that happens. And then that's when Bruce Stern starts narrating. And they should have been drunk. They should have been, like, had, like, <laughs> high balanced on the thing while they're playing. And what, what casino has the arcade literally, two, like, ten feet from the slot machines? Isn't that illegal? Uh, it's, that's why you know what? I, I don't know. I, I And I have no idea if they were more lenient uh, back, back in the 80s. But I, I know nowadays... You can't even walk. You law. can't walk into a casino unless you're 21. That's even if you're just walking around, you you have to have ID. If you're not gambling at all, you still have to be 21. Maybe back then it was different. I don't know. He touched my breasts. He touched my. <laughs> uh, oh, so and did, did you know? Oh, I got I to mention it because I, I I saw the trivia. Did you yeah. know that the truck that Spanky drives at the end is the same truck from Over the Top? Is it really? <laughs> if you look at the side, you can see part of the logo of uh, the Hawk the Hawk logo that he had. It's no the same shit. truck. Yeah, not the whole truck, but just the front, the cab. It's the same yeah. cab from Over the Top. It would make sense. I mean, Over the Top came out, what, 86? Yeah, so they had that laying around. And I Over the Top, I'm almost positive, was a universal film. They just pulled it's, it out of storage. And the best part is Spanky says he stole it. So yeah. you know, stole it from Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. <laughs> and turn my hat like this. It's like, you know, you know it's like ch changing there, a dial. <laughs> there is a movie crossover I want to see. Over the top? With uh, the end, like the end part. Like after oh, I see what you mean. Like the, the, the truck getting stolen and it melts into this movie. Uh, yeah, I, I think at the end of the credits, they should have had a little clip where uh, Sylvester Stallone beats the snot out of Spanky while like the kids watching horror. <laughs> Don't take my truck, yo! Bah, 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 bah. I can't do the impression. You can do it. It's okay. I can't do it that well but, either. But yeah, yeah, it sucked. The, I, I don't think the movie sucked. My as impression bad as or the movie? <laughs> both. Both. Now, okay. Um, <laughs> between the movie and the Power Glove, the Power Glove sucks more. Oh, yeah. uh, but the only thing that saves the film is that is like the every day. Ah, it's Christian Slater. <laughs> oh, it's that guy from Raising Arizona. That's right. All right. Who, so, oh, wait. He looks every time you see him in these films, he always yeah. plays like the asshole and kind of gangly or geeky or something like that. But when he wears those tight shirts, like at the end when he's at the carnival, he looks like he could do some fucking damage. Yeah. <laughs> Him loose on on the kid chaser for like five minutes. It looks like he could pound some. 
you know, he, yeah, he, he, I can't even verbalize what what I think he would do to somebody. He's he's built. Are you are you flustered? I'm not. Yeah. Well, I just because <laughs> he, he's he, again, he's just supposed to be a dick, and he has the suit on. Is ah, blah, 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 a vicious asshole. And then when he like the next scene where he comes out in the skin tight like polo shirt, like sipping a uh, ice cream cone or something. And you're like, holy shit, this guy could, like, this is the guy you don't fuck with when he's in line in front of you. Right. It's like, like, you know, he's tight. (laughs) Do we want to rate this on IMDb? Uh, Yes. Current IMDb rating is 5.7, sir. To to just stop you real quick, we never never rated uh, Night and Day last week. We didn't? We did not. We can do that. I mean, we could do that real quick and then do this one real quick. Okay, nice to know you're um you're taking this to heart. I'm glad I uh, started this. Uh, <laughs> so the official movie fantastic rating for the wizard is five point seven. Yes, it is. So starting at, do you want to start down from ten? Um, how do we do it last time? The what what we were doing is we were starting at the rating. So this we would start at six, and we would think correct. of reasons why to keep it at six. Or why to drop it from six? All right, we're at six. Okay. All right, gets one 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 point dropped for the poor use of the power glove and how shitty the product actually was. Lose one point for he touched my breasts. Okay, so now we're down to four. All right, now gain one point for Christian Slater and Bo Bridges, e- okay. even if it Back wasn't a good five. job. I like them as actors, so. Okay. Yeah. Do you want to give it a point for uh, for what's his face from Fra- Raising Arizona? Because he he's a, he plays a douche very well. Anytime he's, he's up, right. that's he's true. Hardly- all right, all right, we're even on that then. Um, you know what? I I, 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 wanna, I say I say four is a very very good rating for this. I, I want to give it a star because they kept taking the money away from the kids. <laughs> But I want to take away two stars because it should have ended with shallow graves. <laughs> so let's let's rate it a four then. I'm 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 totally on board with four. It's okay. not a one. It's definitely not a out of five. All right, four it is. It's locked in. It's well I'm sure we made a, a massive difference there. Uh, now, real real quick, we'll skip over the night and day. Um, okay. Oh, by the way, I have to mention to Frank Conniff from MST3K. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, Cinematic Titanic, he tweeted the other day, uh, I can, I don't think I could ever truly love someone who has ever said, I really want to see that Jack Reacher film. Oh. And I chuckled because you and I both said the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. Can you still hear me? I can hear you. Am I still here? Yeah, you're still there. I just lost audio on my headphones again. I hate when it does that. Something weird's oh, going fuck. on. What? No, no, no. That's, sorry. Sorry to hear that. I, can't hear any. All right. So night and day is a six point three rate. I I think that's a solid seven. I agree. Done. You know, it's above average. I mean, I know six is above average. It's not an eight, but it's definitely a, a really enjoyable film. I think it's a solid seven. Screenplay was screenplay was average. Nothing new there. Yeah. Chemistry Production awesome. Chemistry awesome. Uh, performances awesome and production value good. Yep. And I can, I can forgive the schmaltziness for the the, the good natured action scenes, uh, but they still killed people too. It's always nice when they don't try to yeah. pull that 
I'd say seven. I wouldn't say, yeah, I wouldn't go higher than that at all. But I No, wouldn't, I wouldn't yeah. either. No, I think Great. solid seven. Now, next up, uh, speak of <laughs> Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers. Right. Oh, fuck this movie. You know, there is... <laughs> the Okay, first and foremost, Super Mario Brothers was released five years too late. You know, five years too late. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, this movie came out in 1993. They were pretty much into uh, Super Nintendo. Was They were well into Super Nintendo. Um, and, of course, they're trying to sell fucking Yoshi's World. That's why they had fucking Yoshi in this movie, which was a Super Mario Brother video game, but he was riding fucking this little dinosaur. Um, but this is a film that should have absolutely been released five years earlier. When Super and, Mario and Brothers 2 came out, when Super Mario Brothers 2 came out, and you couldn't find a copy of it for weeks on end, it should have come out that Christmas. Because this movie, they would have, they would have had a franchise uh, of movies. They would have had sequels for this. It would have made so much fucking money. But the fact that it came out in 1993, nobody gave a fucking flying shit about this movie. Now, but and it absolutely still... showed. Again, even though no one cared because it had passed, you can still go off the idea that it's still a a uh, franchise that has well, a yeah. solid base. Everybody everybody knew what Super Mario Brothers was, so yes. you don't have to advertise as much. Where they failed, and I'm going to give you the exact name here, they failed with Rocky Morton. Rocky Morton? Rocky Morton. That is the director of the film. Oh, okay. Now, why did why did Rocky Morton fail Super Mario Brothers? Well, because Annabelle Jankel helped them. <laughs> no, <laughs> two directors because, on that movie. No, because because Rocky Morton is the director of Max Headroom. Oh. So what happened is? Well, you know what's interesting. Studios, what? You know what's interesting about that? Real quick. You mean the what director. I was say before you cut me off. Okay, go ahead. I just want, all I was going to say ahead. is... The, I'll let you have it. They, well, again, because I was making a point. The studios hmm. wanted a kid's film based on a kid's video game. Rocky Morton, who was famous for Max Headroom, which was a dark, dystopian sci-fi sci for adults, said, oh, let's make Super Mario Brothers, but let's make it more adult. And let's make it darker. So he tried to turn it into Super Mario Headroom. And and that's where everything falls apart. The wrong director. Well, it's just like uh, um, uh, Mystery Men. Right. Great uh, everything. Well, great, great everything. Director fucking kills it because he's trying to be Tim Burton. That's it. That's actually not what I was going to say. Still interesting I know. though. I know. Uh, I just wanted to thought. That's the all. director of The Wizard, Todd Holland, actually directed an episode of Max Headroom. I was just saying mm. there's this coincidence between the two. And I was making a point that you interrupted. That's okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not upset. Don't be upset. Where's your bell? I, I said I'm not. I'm not angry. The bell's here. I haven't okay. been angry once. Okay. That's good to know. Uh, anyway, um, but yeah, the director. He did do DOA though with Dennis Quaid. He did that five years before this movie. Did right. you ever see DOA I, with Dennis Quaid? Yes, I thought it was a, a cool adaptation. I always liked it. 
Yeah, I uh, thought that was always an underrated film. Yeah. So, but you're right. But He's yeah. definitely a director, a more adult-oriented type of filmmaker, giving who who was given a chill a, a children's film. And then he said, and he, he kind of just like, I don't want to make a children's film. So, <laughs> okay. Right. Now, um, do we even have to talk about the plot? <laughs> we can. I, I could sum it up in thirty seconds if you want. Kyle <laughs> Meester, you go ahead. Okay. Sum up. You have. Sum up you the plot. You have these two plumbers who make no money. Who, who are the plumbers? Mario, Mario, and Luigi, Mario. Okay. From Brooklyn. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know what? Did you, before I get into the plot, have you ever met a plumber that didn't make money? Because every plumber I've ever met makes a fucking shitload of money. So either they're really shitty fucking plumbers, or everyone's plumbing is just really, really good, and they don't need to call a plumber that often. Well, I mean, they got another a competitive plumber stealing work from them. Well, that, there's the thing. <laughs> they have a competitive plumber stealing work for them after the people called them and asked them to come fix the problem. I know. So, so what do they call three plumbers at once and see who showed up first? What ha- how does that work? <laughs> Someone calls you to do a job, you show up. You don't show up and go, hey, somebody else beat me to the job. How do they beat you to the fucking job? Who called them? But, it, but here, I'm trying to read logic into the film. That's where everything goes wrong. Please continue. Yes, I know. But uh, plumbers make good fucking money, and these guys are morons. Anyway, uh, it's Mario Mario, Luigi Mario. They're plumbers. They, they meet this girl who turns out to be the princess, and they end up following her, time warping, if you, uh, if you you know would say, uh, oh, into dimension, not time, ult- not time. Warping. Well, no, it's a time warp. Well, it's not. It's an alternate dimension. It's yeah, I know it's an alternate dimension, but they're they. Listen, it's you time, time warp, warp. In, you time warp in the game. But it's not a time it, warp. But it's kind of their way of doing a time warp without doing you, a time warp. You can call it a warp. That's all I'll give you. All right. Anyway, they they warp into the other dimension where how hard was that? It, it wasn't that hard. <laughs> where Dennis Hopper wants a piece of the meteor that hit Earth that caused the dimension uh, separation between Earth and uh, the wherever King Koopa's time period, and uh, they got to go in and get the princess. I mean, it's basically it. They got to go in and get the princess and save her from King Koopa. Um. That, <clears throat> Now, Joey, I mean, Dennis Hopper wants the rock so that both dimensions collide and become one, and he'll rule one uh, dimension. So, well, because they're gonna they're gonna de-evolve all the people on on our dimension with their uh, devolution guns. Yeah. Uh, which are which are just the Nintendo uh, bazooka guns painted black. Uh yes, they are. Right now, now Joey. Yes. Um, did you notice in the film while you're watching it? Yeah. Any kind of kind of stereotypical Italian oh, come on. trails. <laughs> Not at all. Hey, Joey, I thought they, I thought they portrayed the Italian-American uh, properly. I didn't think... I, I didn't hear a lot of, oh! oh I didn't, Joey, I didn't hear a you, lot of that. How are you eating, Joey? Are you, I mean, I mean all right. Joey, we ain't driving so good. We ain't driving so good. <laughs> you, the, the, the scene where they're at the restaurant didn't bother you, where, where every person they showed you in the background was an overweight mafioso-type guy with a tie, like, wheezing over spaghetti? That didn't bother uh, you at all? Nah, not at all. The nah. Capellis that came out, 
Hey, good looking. What's your hey, lady? You know what's going on here? Who 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 who's in charge of this hole? I know. It's <laughs> just Capelli didn't bother you at all. <laughs> Not at all. Nah. Why would that ever bother me? And you know what? Fuck you for bringing it up. <laughs> I, I I just find I think the one thing this film achieved is they actually made Mario and Luigi the least stereotypical Italians in the film, especially since one of them is not Italian. Oh fucking John Leguizamo! You know I I never really liked him. <laughs> To begin he's with, a he's a good actor. Not really. No, 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 dude. Look, he's not. No, he is in real films. Don't the happening doesn't count. You watch him in real <laughs> films. The happening doesn't he, count for a lot. He's actually a good actor. The problem is he's also a comedian and a like a you know a performance artist, comedian, what have you, as far as like one man right. plays and stuff. So he does a lot of comedy shit where he acts goofy and annoying and stupid like the pest. But if you watch him in a real film, he actually is capable of acting and acting very well. No, I'm, I'm, I, 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 I will defend him for that. I'm not, I'm not a fan of a lot of his films, but the, really? the films where he's an actor, he's good. Yes. You can't hold, you can't blame I think, and I, actually, I read, I skimmed parts of his biography for this, uh, specifically for his, his insights into the Super Mario movie. Uh-huh. And he even said, like, you know, please don't, don't hold this against me. <laughs> Well, I'll give him points for that. I still don't like him as an actor. My only question is when they were casting Super Mario Brothers for the role of the two Italian plumbers, at what point did they say, let's make one of them Hispanic? Uh, Or Latino. You know what? I don't know. And Bob Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Poor Bob. Now, is he an Oscar nominee or award winner? He has been, yeah. Before this film. No, right? not before this film. No? Not for um, Mona Lisa? You know what? Yeah, look him up real quick. I'm looking up because, I mean, Mona Lisa, that's the thing. Nominated in 1987 for Mona Lisa. Nominated for Who Framed Roger Rabbit. He won in 87 for Mona Lisa uh, for BAFTA Awards. Um, okay. He he was only nominated once for Academy Award. That was Mona Lisa. Mona Lisa. Okay. Yeah, he's won, but he's won an assload of other awards. He's an award-winning actor, and yeah, again, he did. Who's framed Roger Rabbit? He did this shit. There's something about him in kids' films where he just can't say no. My probably my favorite Bob Hoskins film is the one with Denzel Washington. <laughs> Dude, I have that on my hard drive. Oh, uh, really? It's hard. What was that with heart? It was hard condition. Heart condition. That's right. <laughs> Where Bob Hoskins plays a bigot, and then Denzel Washington is killed, and they put his black heart in Bob Hoskins' body. Yeah, and then he's haunted he's... by the ghost of his black heart. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't I haven't watched it since I was like twelve or. 13 right. or what have you ever came out and I, I keep not going back to watch it again because i'm afraid i'm so afraid I know. The, there was another film that uh, bob hoskins did that i really enjoyed i have haven't seen it in years it was called shattered and it had um it it had uh, bob hoskins in it it had uh tom berenger in it and as long as you watch the film and you do the suspension of disbelief that this what they do in the film can actually happen that goes for any film well let's put it this way the technology does not exist today like it's portrayed in the film 
Okay, the twist in the film, uh, it, and and they are probably 30, 40 years away or longer to getting it right the way they do it in the movie. The twist. Hey, any any Tom Berger film pre uh, substitute film? Yeah, I'm good. No, and I really enjoyed. Oh, here's the Italian scene. <laughs> I mean, they're just, it's just them eating at the table. Uh, it's not even. It's just, just. Uh, of course, they're eating an Italian dinner. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I even have the music they're listening to in the background. <laughs> right? I think so. <laughs> and the music actually goes good with the with the scene. No sound. Oh, you're not eating enough. You're too skinny. What's wrong with you? Oh fuck. Jesus Christ. Why 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 do I gotta do this shit? <laughs> every movie. Every now, fucking movie. It's the same like, same thing. They just I show them the seen, previous film and just say do this. I haven't seen the film in so long when I finally wa rewatched it again, like the first fifteen minutes, like Joey's gonna love this. <laughs> oh, with the fucking dinosaurs. Oh, we're ain't this the life. We're in fucking Brooklyn. We're dinosaurs. This is the life. Oh, it's like I what? meant the Italian. I meant the Italian stuff. Oh well, the two dinosaurs in the fucking opening of the movie were Italian. I don't know how, but they were fucking Italian. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the the narrator was Italian, of course. Obviously, Dan Castanella. Uh, of, of course. Yeah, of course. Now, um, uh, so of course they go to the alternate <laughs> dimension. Now, Someone in the chat room says apart. it's almost a documentary. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I just read that. Um, now, of course, when they, as soon as they transfer over in, now everything up until that point is okay. Typical kids' film, whatever. Right. Uh, once they go into the alternate dimension, that's where everything falls apart because nothing in this world resembles the brightly colored mushroom sky, uh, brick wall floor. Uh, nothing resembles the video. Nothing game like the game. All. Yeah. Nothing at all resembles the video game. It doesn't look at. And then even for and them, you know jumping, what the, you know what they were doing? What they were taking that one level in Super Mario Brothers that was all dark. Right. That's it. They based the whole movie on that one level. And the mushrooms were like like little things, and then yeah. the bob bombs were like little tiny things. I think it was and, level four. Actually. And when they and when they jumped, they had to use those those boots. And when they jumped, they jumped in slow motion, so it was like they were on a crane because they were on a crane. <laughs> and but now, yeah, like when when that when that woman steals the rock and she's jumping away, and then they just end up walking over <laughs> immediately. Yeah. She lands and they're walking. It's like what is going on? You're better off running. <laughs> she's boing boing. It's like okay, we're here. I have to admit that even though I it it doesn't work. Yeah. As far as like translating from the game, I like the Goombas. <laughs> oh, with the, the small heads. Well, a beetle juice. Now, there's the scene where they're making the Goombas dance. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know why, but I love that scene. It makes no sense. There's no reason why making them dance makes it easier for you to escape the elevator. Right. But that whole, first of all, that whole scene where, where um, Bob Bob Hoskins and uh, and um, John, John Leguizamo Lugano. look like children standing behind these giant Goombas and they're hiding behind them. That scene was kind of fun. But And when they start making them dance, though, just... And, 
for a bad movie, it had a few good lines. And I, there was one in the beginning I really liked, and I can't remember it. But at, at the end, where he, where uh, uh, Dennis Hopper, Dennis poor. Hopper. And I don't want to say when, poor Dennis Hopper because no, because he, he went yeah, on to do it, Speed the next year, and it's like yeah. you, you know the difference between a good script and a bad script. You've been doing this for forty years. Come on. <laughs> Fucking blue velvet for Dude, Christ's sake! With, 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 with the acid and she dropped, he doesn't know what a good script is. Okay, <laughs> I'll fuck anything <laughs> that moves. <laughs> you can't read blue velvet and tell me you knew it was a good script. I know, <laughs> like, I know. What is this? What is this? You want me to do what? <laughs> but it, it's somehow like when, it worked. It's like when Ned Beatty got the screenplay for Deliverance and pages uh, like twenty three through twenty seven were missing. <laughs> <laughs> he's surprised and he's going, he's asking, have you seen pages 20 through 27 I yeah know, i know i know i'm in this part i just don't know what I, my lines i just don't know them ned, ned, well we'll get him to you know what you really you don't have any <laughs> ned we'll get it to you trust me you know it's a yeah but it's... uh when but the, the one part where where uh because he had that cheesy thing later where he, where he orders pizza and it's like, it's like all this goofiness about oh tails and you know hold the yeah. Hold the human and all that stuff, but then when he's got them quartered and he's got the the walkie-talkie, he's like, all right, I've got him here. And he's like, sir, your pizzas are so not now. <laughs> it was just the perfect timing for that. <laughs> and then when the next line is, sir, it's the Goombas. They're dancing again. That was funny. <laughs> I have to admit, I laughed. Just uh, if the film had that kind of wry humor. Oh, that was right. the other one. That, again, it's it's the this the dry is that like wry, almost absurdist humor that the film. Like it had brief glimpses of, and yeah. then it just went back to this this goofy sci-fi bullshit. But when the two cousins come to Koopa and tell him, "Yeah, uh, the, we don't have the stone. Those two plumbers took it." Say plumbers? So, yeah. He just like spins around. Plumber alert. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. And next thing you know, there's alert out for by. I just like the idea that there's already a plumber alert in place. Right. Well, when, works- when they first get there, Koopa, he he puts out the plumber alert, and it's like. Koopa is offering two thousand uh, Koopa coins, and it's like you must have a real plumbing problem. <laughs> but again, what? just the fact he says, you know, plumber alert. It had that, it's an absurdist humor that if this film had embraced that instead of this dystopian bullshit, it right. would have been so much better. Um, and and then they're you know they're they're having car chases in uh, giant bumper cars. Yeah, I guess because yeah, they uh, don't have it was a pol- uh, the police cars. And yeah. they just had the big, uh, oversized bumpers so they can smack into each other. I mean, you can almost see the rationale behind that—that that they don't have fossil fuels because the dinosaurs didn't die, didn't go extinct, so they don't have oil. That's why they have to run everything off electricity. Like, like you you can make well, yeah. that connection. Yeah. You can make that connection in your head, and it's not worth the effort to figure that out when they shouldn't be having to figure that out in the first place. <laughs> just, why 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 are we going through this? Because he tried to make Max Headroom in Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, he even had Dennis Dennis Hopper's head kind of like... Because King Koopa is a lizard, but of right. course he's in human form because they didn't but have the he, budget to CGI him in any way, shape, or form. So they took evil. his hair and they made spikes out of it. Fucking. Hey, Mojo Nixon's in the film. That made me giggle. Who? Mojo Nixon. Oh, right. Yes, he is. <laughs> yeah. No, um... Now, I was reading a bit more of John Leguizamo's uh, biography, and he uh-huh. mentioned Super Mario. And the one thing he mentions, and I didn't read it, read it. I kind of skimmed it. But, uh, excuse me, I got something in my ear there. And as I'm reading it, um, the one thing that he and Bob uh, Hoskins had in common on set mm-hmm. is they, they uh, both realized early on the film was going to suck. 
Um, they both realized they just had to make the best out of it, and they both began drinking heavily. Oh, really? Honest. That's like it's in there. And so basically, you had these two. I mean, I consider them both good actors. One acclaimed actor, and one up and rising actor. And they both realized we made a horrible mistake. <laughs> <laughs> so they he he says they started to get drinking heavily. So there'd be times that when they're on set and they're like they're drunk, not drop down drunk, but you know they're they're tight. Because that's the only way you're making it this thing without, you know, just collapsing. So if the fun part for me in watching the film is trying to guess who's drunk when. Oh. Like, what scenes are you drunk in? Now, I projected this film I uh, when I used to manage a movie theater in Ramsey. Well, you did. Yes. And I, uh, this film did not last two weeks. And uh, the one night we played it, they only made twenty million. Anywhere, cost, cost forty five. Forty, yeah, it was forty plus. Um, a father halfway through the film came out dragging his two young children. We're talking maybe like five and eight, maybe a bit younger. Okay. And he looked at me angry. He says, "This is not a film for children." <laughs> I said, "Sir, you're right. I apologize." <laughs> it's the only time I've ever agreed with somebody that walked out of a film in my theater. It's like, sir, you are correct. <laughs> we, I apologize for even showing this film. I offered to give him his money back, but he walked out the door before I could. I was like, I will give you free passes, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not a kid's film. It's really and not. When Bob Hoskins is dancing with the giant black lady uh, and like just like touching her neck and stuff, and then <laughs> you've got people being like turned into little pin-headed creatures right. and it's it's dark and it's scary it's not for kids and it it's 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 too complicated for kids they try to explain all the stuff about deal evolution and everything it's like no 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 jump <laughs> on the mushroom get the points get the coins jump the plant get the princess gotta do it the game was so simple well, and the movie, they tried to be complex. I mean, that was what they, they tried to do. They tried to deliver a product past the video game, and that's that's where they failed. If they did go more of a, uh, instead of an adult-oriented theme, it probably would have done better. Uh, it yeah. probably would have still been as bad, but it would have done better. And like I said, if it had come out five years earlier, they could have put anything on the screen and it would have been a hit. Seriously. Mario, the Super Mario Brothers were so huge uh, five, six, seven years earlier, uh, it, it would have been an absolute gigantic smash. Especially if they, they had done it the same holiday season because the Super Mario Brothers 2 came out in October of 1988. If this film had come out in 1988... That Christmas, monster success. You couldn't buy Super Mario Brothers 2 for weeks, if not months, after it was released. That's how popular the game was. That wouldn't know. I I tried to get a copy, couldn't get one. Could not get one till after like February. That was I remember buying it uh, <sighs> almost in the spring. Just couldn't find it. It's ridiculous. Anyway. And I don't know why. Again, not to try to read, read logic into a film like this, but I don't know why you would create your soldiers uh, by by de, de evolving people so they 
or brainless and can They're only dumber. follow simple orders, and then give them flamethrowers. <laughs> I don't I don't get the logic in that, but then again, you know. Now you have to give the film credit, it incorporates a lot of the names and items from the movie from the video game into the film. It does. But that's it. It's like, oh, it's a bob it's a bob bomb. Great, but it's this small and what's with the fucking fungus and well, fucking toad and all that shit. And one thing, I have to point out one thing. When yeah. they when they first go into the universe, they, they come down this tunnel and they, they find this waterfall. They have to jump over this waterfall to leap into the wall in order to warp into the other alternate reality, right? Mm, yeah. At the end, they bring the girls that have been kidnapped from Brooklyn and they're telling them, go back, go back. And they send yeah. them through this wall back. And all I can imagine is all of them falling to their death down that waterfall. <laughs> <laughs> Because they're not leaping over, it's a, it's, it doesn't come out to a ledge. It comes out to like a, like a three hundred foot drop. Pretty much. I'm actually remember, looking remember, up. Uh, you know, at the end, when when he turned when he turned the uh, the Italian guy into a monkey. <laughs> yeah, that's great. The fucking True Romance came out the same year, so. <laughs> well, Dennis Hopper's, he's like worked. He worked a lot, and he also did a lot of. I mean, he did Space Truckers. Come on, he's done shit. But he, you know, it's a job. You know, he takes the job. And Dennis mm -hmm. Hopper, he'll survive it. He'll, you know, he, again, he's one of those actors. I can do crap and still come out and do a decent film. You know, sometimes you can't tell the difference. Yeah. Well, and I you know what? Up, uh, what I'm looking up now is the Yoshi games for Super Nintendo came out the same year as the movie. So that's they, why they made a big deal about Yoshi in the film. Well, they I think made, I mentioned they, that they, earlier, too. Yeah, they made this complex animatronic Yoshi dinosaur thing. Which was like more than it deserved, but then no one can ride it because it's too tiny. Yeah, <laughs> and Mario rides that fucking thing. He fucking rides that thing all around town. Poor Bob Hoskins. And what? What's the other one? It's um. What? There was another Super Nintendo game that came out with the S Super Nintendo. It came out with the. Uh, it launched with it. It was like Yoshi's Adventure. Or, Something at Mario Adventure, some shit like that. Don't ask me. We're getting off to movie topic. Yeah, we are. Are we done um, with I, Mario Brothers? I, I can we be I, done? How, <laughs> how how about the lamest after credits uh, scene ever? You uh, you know what? I can forward all the way to the end for everyone so they can see it. Yeah, let's let's actually forward that and bring that up full full screen for the lamest after. I mean, you watched like a, the Avengers films now. And all the cool stuff they put at the end, and then you watch this, and the end scene is like, okay, that was a long walk for an unfunny joke. And I, I think I'm the only person that saw it because since I was projecting it, I saw it because I had to wrap the film up at the end every time. Right. There was no one in the theater when that rolled at the end. No I'm gonna, one stayed I'm gonna, for that. I'm gonna turn the audio on too. Okay. Everybody walk like a dinosaur. Oh my god. Uh, Here it comes. Well, I must say we have a very exciting proposal. A video game based on your many adventures. What would you call it? Iggy's 
indomitable Spike. The Super Koopa Cousins. <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> yes. Ironically enough, their most their unfunniest moment in the entire film. They were funnier when they were kidnapping women. That's right. That's right. And it's dude, fucking... what's up what's up with Mario? He drops his girlfriend off at the door in Brooklyn. <laughs> and then like gets in this car. He gets and, abducted. Like, oh, <laughs> but, but like again, he, he after a date you drop a, a girl off at their house, what do you do? You wait until they're inside the house, make they're safe. He's like, see you later. Hops in the truck. What? You're getting your keys out of your purse? Catch you. Boom, boom. I gotta go sleep. What the? Hey. What's up with hey, Mario? Come on. Hey, he didn't want to hang around. He knew he wasn't getting laid, and he's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm getting out of here. I and then the Luigi thing. takes the. I would have did the same thing. And then Luigi takes the girl. You were that's because you're a horrible person. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi takes the girl on the date. The uh, archaeologist. She uh -huh. doesn't. She's been an archaeological dig. All day, she doesn't change. No, she know. doesn't shower. She goes. He put on clean pants at least. She goes to a restaurant, a nice Italian mobster restaurant, and doesn't <laughs> even change clothing from her dig. That's disgusting. Maybe she doesn't sweat. I don't know. Some people lack the ability to sweat. Yeah, it's, not, and then it's they rare. Die. <laughs> they die, especially when they're digging up fossils all day. <laughs> hey, you know what? Maybe she's just uh, not concerned about it. She wasn't interested. She wasn't interested in getting any. At least uh, not that day. Uh, <laughs> uh, any other favorite parts of the film that you like? Uh, <laughs> How about the Goonies like uh, um, slalom scene? Yeah. When they ride yeah, the mattress that, down the uh, tube? That was good. Wow. Um, I, you know what? The, the, the two, the, the Super Koopa cousins, I did, yeah. you're right. I did like a lot of their scenes. They were just the right amount of stupid. I, I, I'm not, no, I didn't say that at all. I said that scene at the end was their unfunniest scene. Well, it actually, was. Actually, that, I mean, the, I'm, the, the, the rest of their scenes were mildly amusing. I'm not saying they were laugh out loud funny. Mildly. But... Mildly. <laughs> when they're in the car in the beginning. Well, you know what? There isn't a lot to take away from this movie. When it's they're a terrible in the fucking movie. When they're in the beginning and they're in the car and like, I'll bag her, you get, I'll, I'll bag her, you grab her. No, you grab her, you bag her, I'll grab her. That's what I said, what isn't I said. it? No, yeah. I was like, okay, everybody, this is the closest we're getting to witty banter in this film. Enjoy it. Yeah. This is it. Everything <laughs> this beyond is it. here is going to make you wish you were listening to that scene over and over again. And what happened to Fisher Stevens? Not that he had a career before this movie, <laughs> but the, the downward spiral that he went down. I mean, I know not well, everything can be my science project, but come on. <laughs> hey, also also featuring Dennis Hopper. That's true. That's true. Uh -huh. That's true. That's, the science teacher. That's actually the first film I saw either of them in as a kid was my science project. We should review that at some point. <laughs> I haven't I, seen that I, in a fucking dog's age. I just flamed Barney, I just flamed Barney Rubble. Because <laughs> when you're cool... The sun shines on you twenty four hours a day. Yeah, I remember, right. I remember lines like that. I just, Fuck, I, I love the middle, the middle finger, uh, the the the, yeah. the thing that came out from his car. I, I watched that film over and over as a kid. Uh, what's what's the one when they're in the library? It says what kind of stuff? What, you know what kind of weird things? You know UFOs. What you you know UFOs, flying lawnmowers, weird kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, 
Where do you go from that? You, you, there's nowhere to go from that. There's no. What about to grow when he's with uh, when he's with her and they're in the back seat of his car? And she's like, "Well, what what about us?" He goes, "Well, nah, I'm I'm in the mood for pepperoni pizza now." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "That was before. Now I want pepperoni pizza." <laughs> Or something along the lines of "You don't look like a pepperoni pizza right now." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even that's a little. Yeah, that's a little blurry in my mind. But that was. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And he's done other stuff. You know, Mario Brothers wasn't his. What low like point. hackers? Even God isn't up this late. All right, come on. I, can't. <laughs> now wait. Was it? Was it? I he is in, here. He wasn't lost. Shut up. He, okay. You know what? That doesn't make a difference. He did he had a lot a small of small part in Lost. He did a lot of TV stuff, okay? He was a TV actor. Hey, you actor. know what? He broke Michelle Pfeiffer's heart. She was in love with him, and he fucking Good. dumped her. Good. 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 <laughs> she deserved it. She did? Really? He's done a lot of stuff. I mean, come he's on. Been in, oh, yeah. No, he's been in a ton of shit. I'm trying to find other films of his I, I really liked, but... um, It's not relevant short, anymore. Short Circuit 2? Come on. The first, he was in the first one. He yeah. Was in both. It's funny you mentioned the second one first. <laughs> I, that's my favorite. That's, that's my favorite of the two. I'm Johnny Five. I'm alive. And and Steve Gutenberg isn't in it. He is so not in it. Did he have a cameo in it? No. He was no. mentioned, right? Mentioned. Something He's about mentioned. him leaving or some shit. Yeah. Like, like it made him an asshole. I'm almost well, positive yeah. because he was with Ali Sheedy, and then in the second one, they just mention about how, you know, he just. He's a dick, and he got up and left or some shit. And well, she yeah, even I, has a cameo. She does. She's not in the movie either. Anyway, we're off topic. Look, way, way off topic. Well, you're the one that started talking about. I know, Steve. I know. You know, because I'm so done with the Mario Brothers. Well, you want to rate it? Let's rate it. Now we get back. It's it starts pretty fucking low. <laughs> I don't Where know. How, I don't. Uh, Three point eight. So it's basically at a four. Starting at four. Starting at mm. four. Finally, uh, I got I got to like... take a point away for yet again portraying the Italian American so stereotypically. It just I knock it down to a three for that. One for the Guinea references. I guess you can give it a point for utilizing a lot of the Mario Brother universe, like all the things from it. Okay, we can deduct a point for the fact that when the girl finally meets her father, uh, who's now Fungus, he, she ends up talking what looks like his scrotum. So that comes down <laughs> to three. <laughs> That's true. Your father just dropped a ball of slime on my shoe. Uh, I'm going to add a star for the Goomba dancing. So that's back up. That's up to a five, four now. Yeah, but then I'm going I'm to take a point off for the uh, smelly date. The smelly date. Okay, so now we're down to three again. Uh, I think um, I I think we're going with a three. I, I, don't I think it's think just it a back and five. forth. I think it's a four three four three four three. Five five is average. This is a below average film. Yes, way Definitely below. Definitely below average. Below average screenwriting. Below average directing. Below average uh, everything. Agreed. The only reason I wouldn't go to it too is is because uh, they 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 performed the film drunk, and I think it deserves some credit. <laughs> uh, three it is it's locked in, so we, we're probably dropping that down a quote, like a 
quarter of a percentage point there. Very nice. And and that's all that film deserves. That is okay. Wow. Oh wow. Well, that was, Chat that room black... says it should get two points for the real portrayal of Italians. Again, <laughs> go so, fuck somebody's, yourself. Somebody's starting trouble. <laughs> Italian equals mobster. No reason to say them together. <laughs> <laughs> What a bastard. <laughs> what a bastard. Anyway. Um, ooh, I think we're done. Yeah, we're definitely done. Yeah, I think we're done. I think we can move into... Uh, I think we can move into Strangers now. I hope everyone joins yeah. us with that one. That's gonna yeah, be well, you know, one. if not, it'll be up on YouTube eventually. So, uh, you know, That's sooner right. or later... So let's. Um, uh, we have any plans for what we're, we're reviewing next? No. Um, I just got a couple things your way. Uh, apparently, Time Rider is coming out on Blu-ray in March. That's right. I did see those. Uh, looking forward to those. Time travel biker in in the old west. I saw that as a kid. I'd like to review that. I agree. Uh, I'm also going to try to get some uh, Hobbit reviews coming in this week. Uh, we might even try to do a, a weekend one. I'm not sure yet, depending on who uh, sees it and who's willing to uh, review it for us. Uh, I got a great idea. Uh, so we don't have to see the Hobbit film ourselves. We're going to outsource. We are. I'm going to get some other people to watch The Hobbit, and then they can talk about it, and then we'll still say it's a bad film, no matter what they say. I think I need to see it in 48 frames per second. I, I, I think I think... I think I need to see it for free in 48 frames per second because I can't sit through a whole film going, what the fuck? I, 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 I can't do that for maybe, maybe we, you know, the next time we hang out, maybe we go see it together. We Dude. get to real, we do a matinee, like a, like a 9 a.m. showing so that the whole fucking day isn't ruined because <laughs> it's three hours. Seriously, 48, well, I think I think I need to see it in 48 frames per second one time so we'll i can tell myself what i've been telling myself the entire time that it's shit and i don't ever need to see another film in we'll, 48 frames we'll discuss we'll discuss that later okay all right but but anyway but until then um we're not sure what we're reviewing next week so it's gonna be a surprise episode haha yeah. uh if you have a recommendation for what you want us to review send it to the movie guys at moviesucktastic.com. If you want to leave us voicemail, you can at 908 514 4470. Definitely leave us voicemail. We like those. Uh, if you want to become a, uh, uh, like our Facebook page, you can at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. And uh, if you want to download our episodes on iTunes, you can leave us reviews. If you want to download them on our website, you can at moviesucktastic.com. Anything else? Um, he touched my breasts. <laughs> All right. Sorry to hear that. <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. So bad. I love the power glove. So bad. So bad. So bad. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. <laughs>